This is Daniel. This is Nicole. This is Rose. And this is Jean. And this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint our parents. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> <sighs> How's everyone doing? How are you doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, so I have had I submitted my application for a grab program and um, I have not known peace since hitting um, submit but now (laughs) like um, my imposter syndrome is like creeping up on me and is like bitch you better come up with a plan b just in case Mm. Um, because I was gonna apply for another program but it requires the GRE and I'm not about that right now Oh yeah, um, don't take the GRE. Like, it's the word. Don't do That's, it. Don't do it. That is fake. Well, here's the thing, like, um <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fake, but also <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. Yes. Yep. So yeah. like as a as a McNair scoholer, um <laughs> like we get a coupon, but mm-hmm. I need I think the coupon needs to be for free. Um I mm-hmm. digress. So um, you know. Um, oh, I had like a little mini breakdown. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about, oh, bitch, you better have a backup plan. And so <laughs> I was like looking up programs at other institutions in the state. And <laughs> I definitely was like, oh, should I um, maybe think about getting certified to be like a journeyman or like oh. a journey, a journey them? <laughs> like, yes, yes, like yes. should I learn how to be an electrician? <laughs> Oh, Let God. me use use my bachelor's in gender and sexuality studies to complicate the electrician field. I'm not opposed um, to it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I would have to talk to my partner about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was definitely like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? But then I decided to also just um, fuck around on my little island. Yes. Um, and on Animal Crossing? And, uh, yes. Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My um my island, my island. My island is called Themiscira. Oh. Um, and it's I don't know, it's fun. It's cute. It's like really wholesome <laughs> and fun. And I like the music. Um, so that's what I've been doing. Oh, um, Biscuit got colitis. Mm. Um mm can't believe my baby boy maybe has IBS he is so much like his parent um <laughs> and we'll talk more about that later but how are y'all doing um so I just got a new pup and uh I feel oh like I, I feel like I'm coming out of retirement you know because I'm just learning the difficulties of like raising a pet like that whole week after oh. I literally had high blood pressure every day of the week because I'm like will this dog be alive so I'm just learning how to like balance you know, build, you know, build routine, balance shit, and like just have enough energy while taking care of myself, taking care of mm. a pup. And so um, I just don't remember the last time I kept waking up consistently at 6 a.m. And it was like when I worked for the bakery, like worked like real hard and stuff. So I just, I, I am coming to terms with that. I'm not a spring chicken no more. Um, I'm an old bee, <laughs> but I'll do it for love, baby. I'll do it for love. What about you, Daniel? Um. For me, I started to uh, started to run again. Um, uh, so, like during the quarantine, I was like go on go on runs because like there's nothing else for me to do. Um, and then like I realized that like how much it like woke me up and helped me like go the fuck to sleep. Mm. Um, so like I started I started doing that again. 
but then you know like I I overreached for this first like the first day that I went back on running I was like I'm gonna do 10 miles and then after like the second mile I was just like my body is dying um but today I got up to I got up to like six miles without stopping so I'm like I'm getting there yeah I'm getting there um on a side note I have like I think I have 10 books checked out from the library because I just I just keep putting books on hold and they they keep telling me oh hey like this book's not ready for pickup I'm like god damn it like can you give me time but I also I'm just like I want all of the books yes I mean you already read fast oh yeah I do I do sorry Rose go ahead no you're fine I just think about that book list you showed me last time we (laughs) talked and I'm I'm still impressed by how many words you read last year I just I I can't I I applaud you I Whew. anyways uh me I it's been a while thank you for having me again um, thank you for being here I miss y'all uh wh- okay so it's been a hectic year obviously mm-hmm. we all know what the fuck this last year was I'm sorry I always curse but uh with me lately um I've been trying to get back into the dating scene which by the way Ooh. is really weird in consideration to the state of the world mm. but it's like I'm still horny so how do I work with that yes and, own it <laughs> but hey like it's also about like I feel like this is a different dating scene in which a lot of boundaries have to be solidified like even more so than they ever were before and I feel like people are still exploring that and like are contending with that because like there's no there's no such thing as hookup culture right now like mm. that's just not that's not gonna work no one wants rona yeah but so that's just me are you doing some zoom dates are you like you know what i was about to go on the zoom date with this a really beautiful uh, woman at one point and uh-huh. um the thing is like we never got to meeting up i was waiting and mm. you know i sent like emojis and never got a response back um, I don't know if she might have cursed me because she said she was also a witch. And I was like, oh, double Dang. I don't know. He's on a competing <laughs> am- podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. Rose is in the waiting right room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over here with my little wine bottle cuddled in my sheets. Hilarious. Trying to verify that someone's not a, you know, a catfish and all that good stuff. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> so we're going to dive into today's topic. Some of it might bring up some content or trigger warnings, which you probably wouldn't expect. Considering today is um, folklore about familiars, as you know, we're all witchy. So um, as bruja, brujas and bruhexes with our witchy Walanghi. Uh, oh, shit, I'm butchering. Walanghiya. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, thanks for being real MVPs right now. All the co-hosts have pets, aka familiars. Pets are referred to often as our family members. I wanted to look up what um our cultural relationship as Philippine X have with animals. And so I did the Google as uh, Nicole always encourages to check it out. The top three things on my uh Google search is number one, we eat dogs. And number two, dogs are the number one pets owned by Filipinos, followed by cats, um, surprisingly. So we love them and eat them. Um, well, anywho, that, I felt that was um, the information on relationships conflict with limited research, and that is a gap in knowing the actual closeness and fondness that exists in our culture with nature's creatures. Um, every time a pet died in my family, family members would confirm they had some like messianic way of dying. They explained to me that when a pet dies, 
they died in a place of someone else. I didn't quite believe it until my therapist who regionally lived somewhere else in the Philippines in comparison to my family confirmed that this was a cultural belief she shared too. So it got me um, curious to dig for any existing thing about this area of folklore. There is nothing. Um, so if that wants to be a thesis project to any of our listeners, have at it. But I did find that research had been done on elderly Filipinos significantly having better health um, from petmanship, which is a lot of what us co-hosts have with our pets. They saw their pets as family members and treated them as such. And there was benefits to their cardiovascular health and their mental health from owning pets. Um, you can find more about that research with um, that was done at University of Santo Tomas by Alan B. de Guzman and his team at the College of Nursing. So today our Bruja Baddies team sits down to reflect on familiars, pets, and how they impacted us in healthy ways, mind and body as well. You know, um, I definitely did not know the term familiar. Mm. Um, I, I think like I, I'd only heard about it through like other nerds and like Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and shit. Um, so um, I, that's, I was kind of confused when I saw the, the outline. I was like, I, is that a typo? It's not a typo. Um, so everyone, tell us about your pets. Uh, I could go first. So um, in the last episode, I, I told that G, I told y'all that Jean and Nicole pet sat for me um <laughs> so now today I get to highlight the the kitty cat that they pet sat um so um I have a calico cat her name is Sora her full name is uh Melchora Antonia Rinaldi De Niro <laughs> because I wanted her to have like a regal full name but also like Princess Diaries you know what I mean yes yes um I, I got her name from um well, one, it means ja heaven in Japanese. Two, it's the name of a Filipino heroine during the Philippine Revolution. Her Dang. name is Tandang, Tandang Sora. But then also, I really like the two syllables because apparently pets just like respond to two syllables. And um, also, I drove by this ramen place called Ramen Sora. It's mm. in Chinatown. Mm. Um, so I got her as a graduation present um, when I... Like when I got my master's, um, my my um, friend actually drove her from California. And then like midway through the drive, Sora just like as a kitten, just like, like scoot her butt behind the, um, what is it called? Uh, the glove compartment. Mm -hmm. And she got stuck there. So then <laughs> my friend had to like stop in the middle of Barstow and just like call random people, AAA plumbers, like random people in the parking <laughs> lot that she uh, parked at just to get the cat out. And ever since then, she's been trouble. Aww, and I love her. Adorable <laughs> trouble. Love her. Um, wow, a classy lady over there. Um, I, ha I currently um, own two Bassa hounds. You know, right now I have the pup named Stitch, but in this episode, I'm going to talk about Mia, who I had for 13 years. Um, we got her when my family moved here from Guam, and unfortunately, she was named after my brother's Miata. I mean, I don't know why we were okay with that, but we named her after a freaking car. Um, she switched ownership from my mom to my dad to my brother in the middle of a divorce, and we were a fractured family, and so eventually, um, she spent the last year of her year and a half of her life with me so that's Mia Popia Munson Aw, rest in peace Mia mm -hmm. um can also confirm that Sora is a naughty girl <laughs> a lovable naughty girl um so I am the proud 
pet parents of one <laughs> biscuit laser disc Espinosa Goodlit. Um, he is a 10 year old Himalayan that we got from the Animal Foundation. Um, Heather saw his his picture on the website and he just looked so fluffy and so pathetic that we had to have <laughs> him. And so he entered our lives. Um, but really like they own us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Truly. he's had us wrapped around his little beans ever <laughs> since last spring. Um, yeah, so his name was already Biscuit and we kept it because I mean- It's a great name. His honestly. mother is Southern, so <laughs> it, it fits. So I have a question for my cat owners. Do your cats let you touch their beans? Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. Yes. yes and no. Mm-hmm. Yes and no? Yeah. Well, so that that's like the cool thing about cats is that like cats will really t- fucking teach you about boundaries. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh, like, um, yeah, they'll, if they want you to touch their beans, then they will <laughs> let you. And if they don't, then you will know that they don't. Like, Hold up. A- What's, what are beans? I'm a dog owner. What's that? <laughs> oh, it's like the, the pads uh-uh. of their paws. Which yeah. I, I guess like dogs got beans too though, right? But is it big beans? They're big beans, <laughs> they're, big, <laughs> they're thicker and like kind of like more hard. Yeah, I feel, I even I feel like cat that. beans are almost like therapeutic. It, it's like it reminds me of one of those stress balls. Or you like a I mean? beanie baby. Yeah, like soft. Soft, and it makes me feel better at night. So sometimes I'll grab one of my cats, like paws, and just start squishing it just to help me go to sleep and like this is me segueing to my cats uh, so I have two of them um my eldest child is Tala I named her after the Philippine goddess of the stars um and I always sing that song from Sarah Horanimo like Tala 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 and so she hates when I do that um she is she was abandoned outside of Wells Fargo um and I was told by a friend you know like hey there's this cat that was left in a crate with a note you want it (laughs) and it came at like the perfect time because I just came from a cat convention in Los Angeles and I was like hell yeah give me the cat so got her became a cat owner um she was like a two years old at the time 2017 um but yeah like I just uh like I do love that cat. She just can be a pain in my butt. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very vocal about things. We'll talk more about that in a second. But um, yeah, and my other cat is Yuki. So uh, after snow, because when like we first got her, she was like very light, and so in like Japanese it means snow. Um, but uh, yeah, so the reason why we kind of have like a Filipino name and then like a Japanese name is just to kind of like keep it within the cultures because mm. uh, she Yuki is technically the family cat, but I was the one who found her because, okay, she was basically like all my cats were like abandoned or like right. left somewhere alone. I think that happens to all cat owners. Like, again, you don't choose your cat, your cat chooses <laughs> you. Um, so Yuki was a kitten when I found her and she was she was living in like this crevice area like this trash area between walmart and seafood city so they're like there's like this crack between the buildings and she was living off of like trash and mcdonald's like 
for that whole time and keep in mind it was like August and like 110 degree weather so mm-hmm. poor thing you know she was really scrawny and it was really hard to get her trust so I had to keep like tossing pieces of McNuggets just for her to get closer to my feet and then I like, would put her in like the little carrier but yeah uh they're both my anaks. I love them both they're both annoying um but they don't get along so that's another issue when it comes to owning two cats is either they get along or they don't get along. And I got the ones that don't get along. Oh. So I feel like that's where, that's why I'm a little like wary about getting another cat mm. because I'm not because Sora has been like by herself forever. But um, besides the point, um, so we all love our animals. We all love our kitties and puppies. Uh, do you share any similar personality traits with your animals? Um, yeah, so I, I love Stitch and Mia differently because me and I, me and Mia were like super best buds, you know, like when I lived and came home, because I'd like live at my parents' house or not live it there, we'd always cuddle and like sometimes I found her in my bed and, you know, she loved like being next to a warm body and she loved sleeping in my thunder thighs and I think the thing that me and Mia had most in common was like we just love people, like she'd always greet somebody and, you know, um, she's met Rose and whatnot and and yeah like really took to whoever came to the house um and then um she was really tenacious in the things that she wanted she would not like back down like if it was a treat or if it was love (laughs) like she would just go for it and then um she also took no shit from anyone because even though like um you know she would get pretty beat up and abused by some family members um she she like found ways to get back at them man she like hide their shit, poop, poop in their furniture, you know, like she, she had her ways of retaliation, which I was just like, you know what, that really is like my dog. So that's, that's what I had in common with Mia. You would poop in people's things. <laughs> <laughs> I reserve those for the worst of enemies, Nicole. <laughs> um, Biscuit and I are both elderly. Um, <laughs> we both snore ab- about the same like volume um we both have like some missing teeth and we both have a pretty bad eyesight um and we anxiety pick at our scabs so like um biscuit will scratch um scratch himself like under his chin or like by his ear but sometimes he'll, he'll like scratch it open so that mm. he'll get like you know it'll turn into a scab right um and it's like so difficult to, you know, to cut his nails. Um, And I definitely do the same, like if I'm driving um, and I need to like busy my hands, I will like, um, I will scratch up my scalp. Um, So interesting. Yeah. um, And I mean, like I've always been like a picker. I'm an American picker. And, you know, like, disgusting, like, let me, let me pop your zit, like, that kind of stuff, right? Um, So we're both still anxious, fluffy um, boys. Um, And then I think, much like a cat, like, we want, we like affection and attention, but it has to be, like, on our terms. Like, um, uh, like, yeah, for sure, tell me I'm cute, but, like, (laughs) on my time... Yes. when I need it. <laughs> Rose, what about you? Um, okay, so with my cats, like, they have different parts of me. 
Um, mm. So for example, Tala and Yugi, they both fucking love food. Like the instant I shake this treat thing, the, like they'll jump up, they'll claw through my thighs and just like, you know, grab my hand, like literally like take my hands in their paws and like shove the food in their mouth. They don't care to wait. And I'm like, damn, same, but calm down. I'm <laughs> grabbing it. They're, they're recently into these crunchy, like, you know, cream filled chicken treats. Highly recommend because they just go insane for them. Um, so with Tala, she's more vocal and demanding with what she wants. Mm. So she's like, I've never met a cat with like the the highest of like, you know, so- soprano, <laughs> soprano tones. So like if she wants to come in, she will scream and knock down the door and be like, let me in. Uh, whereas Yuki just does a soft, so like again not so demanding to like hey can you let me in and not okay that's cool I'll leave you alone but Tala does does not have a thing for space like she doesn't want you in her space but she will be in your space because she can be in your space um but I don't think that's a personality trait I ever had I think she developed that from her first (laughs) owner um with Yuki she's super trusting she lets like she lets me kiss her belly and for someone who knows cats, and like I can think, I think Daniel and Nicole can say this: to have your cat let you like kiss or touch their belly is like a privilege. Mm. Like you, you are lucky. I let you kiss my belly, mm. and I'm thankfully I'm able to clip her nails. And it's easier when they're younger, so you can raise them that way. But you know, with Tala, like if I tried that with Tala, if I tried to go ahead and give her blubber kisses on her belly, like You're I dead. would be gone. I'm gone. <laughs> Like, end of episode, see you later, <laughs> Space Cowboy. <laughs> Not going to happen. Um, and Tala is just, again, with her personality, she's such a... All my family members, like, think that, like, she sucks and, like, you know, compared to Yuki. But it's, like, obviously, we raised Yuki. Tala's mm. different. And, again, it's the energy you create. Like, I think cats just sense that. They know what kind of energy. And that's why they're just very hesitant, like, oh, in general, and that's why I don't like it when people are like, I hate cats because they're like assholes and da 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 da. It's like, well, maybe you just have bad energy and you need to mm-hmm. check yourself, Karen. Um, <laughs> so that's my thing. And just to prove a point, because Tala, kind of like, you know, what you just mentioned, takes revenge mm-hmm. on people. So, for example, one time I, because uh, my cats don't get along, so I try to separate them. I left Tala in my mom's room. And Tala doesn't really like my mom right now because my mom has been ignoring her and paying attention to Yuki mm-hmm. and will always be like, get away, leave me alone. Ah! And, you know, I'm like trying to scare her. Yeah. I go in to check on Tala after 30 minutes and I see that she took a shit on my mom's favorite pillow. And it was just hell because I was like, I can't let my mom know. Yeah. They <laughs> don't play, man. They don't play. Shit's they real. Really like literally. <laughs> And I feel like in per- terms of personality, I'm like, you know what? Same. Someone right. treated me like shit. Revenge. Here you go. So she gets away with it because she's a kitty. What about you, she- Daniel? Um, so I think Sora and I are similar in some aspects. Um, it takes us a while to warm up to people. Mm. And I think Nicole and Jean could definitely vouch for like Sora yes. just like hiding underneath the bed. And then she'll just be like, oh, hello, people. How are you today? <laughs> um, uh, we both like quiet um 
like sometimes when I'm like teaching in in um in the living room, she would go into the bedroom and just like chill out. Mm. Whereas I, whereas I'm kind of like the same way. Um, we both like not being bothered. I love it. Um, and we both like being held. That's like <laughs> the, for sure. Um, I also have like this this weird inkling that we both have separation anxiety because I know I do mm. um but like with Sora every time like I would leave like let's say like I leave like the living room she would follow me into like the bathroom or like she would follow me into the bedroom and sometimes when I go to like when I go to the balcony and she can't open the door she would literally just like look out the window and wait and sometimes <laughs> I would hear her like meowing and sometimes like I think she's talking to like <laughs> her mouth because her mouth is like her only company like her friend yes. her like boy mouth um but um so yeah she can't follow she mouths and she talks to herself and like that's something that I do too not the meowing but like the talking to <laughs> not the meowing but just talking to myself <laughs> but yeah that's me and Sora I definitely also can confirm <laughs> that Sora is mouthy um as mouthy as her father um <laughs> Uh, and that well I mean for such a small cat what a booming meow is it so deceiving um and I think that like it (laughs) it it didn't take me very long to to, like to get her to hang out because I did use your bathroom with the door open so (laughs) I think well, that I do that all the time. It's fine. Oh. That, well, that's I. So I think it's like I'm showing my vulnerable side by pooping in front of her because that's like <laughs> the most vulnerable time for an animal is when yes. they're taking a dump. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so like I'm being vulnerable with you, and let's vibe. You're gonna make a great therapist someday. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, me holding sessions with my bathroom door open i'm being vulnerable with you right now no nicole i think what you should have is like your office but then just have like two stalls <laughs> you know what well, um, well you know what let's let's hope that the program hears this yeah. <laughs> and finds potential in my being <laughs> part of their newest cohort um, my <laughs> so like how has your life improved since y'all became pet parents or rather Mm. since your pets have um chosen y'all um so my life is like drastically improved um I've always like wanted a pet but I was like always just afraid of the responsibility of taking care of like another living being because like for for plants like I love having plants but then like the previous plants that I've had would die and I'm like oh my gosh if I don't take care of this cat the cat would literally die um but um it's definitely made me a lot more responsible um and and I I feel like she also just like absorbs like the energy or like the emotions that I have is that weird to say Um, that's real it is not it's like it's like she knows like when I'm having a bad day she would just like sit right next to me (laughs) and then sometimes when I'm like when I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna go lay down now. And she goes, no, let's play. And like, cause she does that every single night. Um, but I don't know, maybe it just like, maybe it definitely just uh, brought out like the nurturing side of me, mm. which is such a cancer thing to say, but <laughs> cancer. I mean, that's, that's, that's how it is. And I love my cat so much. 
Yeah, I can definitely relate. I never knew how anxious of a person I was until like Mia passed away last year. And so like she filled a void and I really used her as like an emotional crutch. And so like, you know, we both have shared histories and being um, like hit at home. So um, when we were like really down, like she would, especially me, like she would come and like keep me company when I like cried and like, um, we were, you know, both of us were ostracized by our families on I, like different occasions. Like, so when I left, she'd kind of be like the, uh, the next person who not, yeah, I guess you could say like, cause she was so human, the next person would get hit, you know, or scolded excessively. And it, it also is very gendered because she was, um, a female. Um, so, you know, despite it all, she still like gave me kisses and it was so healing and, it just felt really good to feel that love. So, I mean, she, she was like my cheaper sense of therapy, by like being such a release and so loving. That is a really sweet and special story. Cause like you talked about how um, like that um, Mia would get hit. Um, and like, I, I just don't, I don't understand like how someone could like hit mm-hmm. an animal right um and i think definitely like having pets are a way to like navigate like um be like showing showing another living thing um like compassion right. when you don't speak yeah. like the same language especially yes that is so, that's a great point um so like i had dogs i had like a few dogs growing up but like none of them were ever allowed like in the house and then as an adult, um, like I, I lived with cats, <laughs> um, but um, so I will say that like, I, and I've never had a cat that was so affectionate and cuddly as Biscuit. Like wow. he is such a baby. He will um, like, you know, Biscuit tells you when it's time to go to bed um, <laughs> and as you know, he gets on the bed and then when we have our devices out or whatever he like will get on our chests and just like lay there um be like excuse me i'm more um riveting than what on your mobile phone um and like sometimes he like lays his head on my head and thus becomes a biscuit bonnet like i love those pictures i've never had a cat that was just this cuddly um, and so it's like, it's always a treat for me when Biscuit's like, hey, what's up? You want to snug? Because like, it's like, it's cute, right? Yeah. Um, but also like, I'm sure that y'all make songs up about your animals, um, especially oh, yeah. Christmas time. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was just sure. a very, um, there's like, there is like no song that's not a Biscuit song. And so I think that like this um this desire to like make song parodies about about biscuit or to like turn any song into a biscuit song is like really um forcing me to be like creative I love that (laughs) but it's also like definitely a display of my obsession with my feelings could we get a demo um okay so like um (laughs) you know my Sharona by Mm -hmm. the knack um oh my little biscuit boy my biscuit boy oh my biscuit (laughs) Like it's, I know it's like not, uh, like super intense or anything, but it's like 
anything could be a biscuit song honestly i'm part of the biscuit mm-hmm. fandom and i live for your insta stories about biscuit because he he just has this resting like grumpy cat like he's a more handsome version of grumpy cat to me <laughs> he's handsome very version. handsome yeah he's could, very yeah. handsome luxurious it's the fur it's like okay that one picture you had of his one eye bigger than the other and i was like this is killing me right now <laughs> it was a mood <laughs> love that what about you rose um well yes for sure i feel like my pets have really improved my life mm. and um just when like having like my like depression episodes, I will like Yuki has noticed that, and it's just weird because she's still so young, and I just recently got her, so she'll just come up and then like she'll just headbutt me, <laughs> and it's it's so cute and comforting and like you know, connecting when your cat does that with you, you know, um, similar to what Biscuit does, and I just it makes me feel less lonely and it and it like it does feel like this paternal instinct for some reason and then and it also helps me kind of like be like can I handle being a parent mm, yeah if they're self-sufficient enough so but obviously a human being is different from like you know a four-legged animal that will be able to like you know have some sense of what to do with itself whereas I am a fumbling human who can't even <laughs> handle themselves but yes I love I love my cats as much as a um, Tala annoys the crap out of me and as much as Yuki like tears up my plants yeah I'm talking about you she's in the room with me everyone just so you all know and I'm here to shame her so she feels bad (laughs) as she's shaming you um yeah so you know I just I just I'm so we could talk forever on our our pets but um have you any of you heard anything about pet folklore anything kind of like a, a tidbit from your relatives concerning pets or just generally pets in the culture? You know what? That's a good question. Cause I was trying to ask my mom about that like mm-hmm. this week. And she told me like, there's a saying like a uh, Pusangala, mm-hmm. I think. I, I, I don't know if anyone wants to help me out with that. But basically like the yowling of cats in the streets uh, and everything like, cause she told me she doesn't really know anything folklore wise, mm-hmm. but that like, you know, cats, like there's that saying that they're like hella loud when they don't. Uh, <laughs> I was like, ma, and she's like, They yeah. get in so, some. So it's like, it's a joke in culture apparently to say, oh, they're like pusangalas, you know, like, you know, like, like uh, cats in the streets kind of deal. <laughs> and I'm like, geez, okay. And um, essentially rather it was like, the more discussion when it comes to cats is like, oh, don't really like owning cats um Mm. they impact urban areas they're everywhere they're strays my mom when she first saw yuki at walmart she said it's nasty it's caca let's go and i was like that is so bad and rude and now she loves this cat more than anything so i just the hypocrisy i don't know about that so nicole what about you um you know i would say that like i also can't think of many like um cat related like cultural things um I just know that like my mom did not like or does not like cats um Mm. has never liked cats and um so I just believed that I would never um have the pleasure of living with one um but she um when she met her grandson Biscuit um she like really was into him Mm. I think she was like very captivated by his dashing good looks (laughs) um 
And my mom was like, most cats are dirty, except for you, Biscuit. I can oh, tell. So the handsome. exceptional Biscuit. Well, yeah, right. So Biscuit is a real, um, a real credit to his species. <laughs> <Which is> like, <laughs> and, and also, like, my mom had some really weird, like, racist shit to say about cats. And oh, other boy. Oh, right. No. And so I, I was like, I, I don't know what is informing this. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe someone's writing about it on JSTOR. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, um, I just, yeah, I don't really know much, uh, folklore about cats. Wait, Nicole, um, so my parents also see Sora as, like, their apo, but also, like, kind of like we said, like, a credit to, uh, like, the species. Um, (laughs) like, they never, okay, so growing up in Alaska, like, I've never had a pet, and they would never, they would never allow me to have like a cat or a dog or anything so then so then for me to have like a cat was just like interesting to them but also very novel um so like I like I grew up with dogs in the Philippines and also like my my grandfather raised a lot of like roosters for cockfighting but like that's it's not really a pet I don't think um (laughs) um, and like the only superstitions I've heard were mostly about cats and some of these like are uh what is it like very common superstitions like uh if there's a black cat that crosses your path is a bad omen um cats can see ghosts and I truly think that like potentially that second one might be true because sometimes Sora would be like looking at like a an empty corner and just like Mm -hmm. would stare forever and I'm like okay there's a muso over there Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but other than that I don't know anything else um, I, yeah, I want to touch upon before I answer this question. I would have never guessed that you were a first time pet owner because when we were doing our on the job training for your cat sitting, you knew, <laughs> you knew all of Sora's nuances like, oh, Sora does this, Sora like pees this way, Sora will touch her water bowl. Like, I was just like, wow, like this guy is a veteran in like pet ownership. And I'm like, what? I'm blown away. I'm really blown away. Um, but for me, like, you know, my answers tonight came from my mom because like to, I too growing up, didn't really hear any of this, but, um, she was telling me, you know, when animals, um, like chickens, dogs, or any nearby animal to the house are noisy, that means something is coming like an earthquake. Um, secondly, she says like, if a dog has three colors and it's lucky shout out to stitch. Cause he's got three colors. <laughs> Just kidding. And then, um, when a cat cleans its face, like with its paws, um, it means that visitors are coming. So um, maybe Sarah was touching um, her face when me and uh, Nicole were showing on up. Um, with that being said, like for some of us, I feel like there's not a lot of context or a lot in terms of within our culture. Like, is there something more you'd like to understand when it comes to animals in our culture? Or maybe elaborate further on maybe some of these myths that maybe we need to discover? Yeah, for sure. I just, I think that overall you know, just the things we just talked about, there's a rich oral history behind here that is like not super explored or not super taken down or, you know, or we don't have access to it. There's many dimensions to not having access to this, but um, I think there's definitely some kind of spiritual relationship between our pets and us, people and animals. I think um, with how little we're able to find, I worry that these types of memories or really useful information will fade and um, with our last question about like what we hear, it seems that um, 
animals are very communicative with their body language towards us to just, like that there are no words like Nicole was saying, like nonverbal cues that we share between each other. So um, I just want to know the reasons behind it and how did it even develop? That's, mm. that's just me. What about you, Daniel? Um, uh, for me, I love reading like mythologies because a lot of like the, the origin stories of like multiple of like all of the cultures around the world have some connection to animals. I mean, like the the first thing that I could think of is like the Alaskan origin story. There's rave, ravens are like seen as like the apex animal because they were the trickster. They were the ones that were, you know, like creating the world. So I want to read. I want to know more about like the like the relationship of like Philippine myths and um, and animals. Um, and I also want to know how like that trickles down to like the cultural, religious, socioeconomic like manifestations in um, like in Philippines and other countries and how they treat animals before or like today and maybe mm. even in the future. Nicole? Um, I do, I do um, also <clears throat> resonate with this like how are folks treating animals? Like, um, I'm not like a PETA person or whatever, because mm. they're trash. But, um, <laughs> but I, and I don't know if it's just like an, an immigrant thing where it's like folks are not nice to animals or like, like my parents, especially like just not wanting animals in the house. Like they want dogs, but they don't want a dog to live in the house. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why not? It's like, like, I understand if you, like, live on a farm or whatever, then, like, then maybe your ranch dog is, like, cool outside. But, like, there's just this, like, you know, when you domesticate an animal or when an animal has been domesticated for someone, like, I just don't understand, right. like, why you, like, why folks just can't be nice to animals. Mm. Um, but because my mom would, so my mom's neighbor has a ton of cats, which I fucking love, right? Mm-hmm. Um and my mom is like, like, does not like these cats at all. Like she has these things that set up so that she tries to like scare the cats, like trying to, make, yeah, try, tries to make like soda bottles look like um, snakes to like deter cats from coming into her yard or whatever. Tita, um, that is crafty. <laughs> it, I mean, it don't work, but okay. Um, and you know, like when a cat like rolls up on you and like, um, like, you know, rubs their face on your leg or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like them saying hi. And my mom yes. is just like so turned off by that. I love that stuff. Which I'm like, what, where does this come from? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, that Japanese island that's got all them cats just everywhere. Yes. And like, I know there's also, I think there's a Greek island that's the same. It's just got like cats everywhere. Um, I want, like, I want to live there. Like, and I just like feral cats and domesticated cats. I feel like I like I would just really be in my element, but would need like a lifetime supply of um, allergy medicine. You got you got the good stuff, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Um, Well, let's move into our favorite part of the episode, which is our recommendations. Nicole, kick it off. Right. So um, my my top picks for this week are uh, Brown Plant Girls on Etsy. Um, they've got, you can get some really cute plants at really good prices. Um, I made my first purchase 
the other day um, and the reviews um, are pretty cool. Like they say that um, <clears throat> people who re receive plants from them, like the packaging is really nice. Um, I love the name of it. Yeah, they're hella cute. Um, and then BelasaBoutique.com. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but they're like a, um, a sex positive, like a sex toy shop. I know uh, Rose was talking about like, how do you like, how do you get shit? This <laughs> is like looking back for her. <laughs> like, um, like, I know we're, we're in the middle of a panda ube um, and mm -hmm. you know, that dating is, is fucking weird right now. But like, mm -hmm. I would say um, to look at some of their items on their website <laughs> to definitely okay. subscribe to their um, newsletter. Cause I got something at a really good price because they sent out a coupon like an end of the year coupon. I think that, um, and I'm pretty sure they were doing like some spend such and such amount and you get like a free pocket vibrator. But um, I'm looking this up right now. What's yeah, they're, they're, and they're like um, <laughs> all gender inclusive and shit. Like I really like okay. them. Um, if, I don't know if folks find other shit about them. I don't know, let me know. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, and then my last recommendation is the VCA Mountain Vista on East Flamingo who took biscuit boy in when mm -hmm. he was having his little poop problems mm -hmm. um so i didn't drop him off heather dropped him off and the tech was just like not it was just really wary about him not being in a crate or whatever um and then she she is like a self-professed like dog person does not like cats however biscuit <laughs> definitely converted her into the biscuit fandom she came out to the car carrying him like a baby Aww. and even the vet was like i've never seen you this affectionate with a cat before it's all because of biscuit i want to go to the biscuit charm school <laughs> and she was also like um yeah if like you know if you need to if you need like an hour or so just like bring biscuit by and just hang out or whatever what the hell yeah so not pay for those visits i mean Maybe we can work something out. But yeah, those are my recs. Daniel? Um, so my first one as a, as a, a bookworm, uh, <laughs> use your public library. <laughs> um, there's so many like gems at the library that, um, that you might not know of. Um, like for example, I got a book through interlibrary loan. So we borrowed it from like another library somewhere else about bisexuality in the ancient world because you know, oh. why not? Um, I I also have like, as I said, like earlier, I have about like 10 books in like my apartment right now because I just put them all on hold. I also have a lot of ebooks and I listen to a lot of audiobooks. So like, if you're bored, you shouldn't be because the public library has everything that you need. Nice. Um, number two, uh, cast iron skillet. Um, so they're like so nice to have in the kitchen um, because they're easy to maintain. You just have to like rinse it out, scrub out the uh, like the stuff, and then just put re-oil it, and then that's it. I can't um, believe that Daniel's I, a southerner now. I know. I'm a, I'm a southerner now. Because basically, <laughs> you're talking about seasoning your skillet. Yes, seasoning my skillet. <laughs> um, I've I've made burgers. Um, I made biscuits and gravy. I had like we made new orleans shrimp like the other day I'm so hungry now damn it um but yeah it's really nice to have 
And then the last one might be a little too niche um, for all my <laughs> classical pianists out there, if there are any. Hello. Um, so I like listening to uh, Scriabin Etude uh, Opus 42, number five. It's marked, the, the tempo is marked affanato. So it's A-S-F-A-N-A-T-O. It means breathless or without breath. So literally, like, the piano just, like, plays, like, forever. And it sounds like a, a storm, but then, like, within that storm, it's, like, this really, really sweet, really, really, like, pure and tender, like, melody that's, like, trying to get out of the storm. Um, and then finally, kind of just, like, it, it reaches that tenderness. It's a little sad and a little, like, confusing, but um, it's really beautiful. Uh, search it up on YouTube. So it's Scriabin, C-R-I-A, oh, my God, C-R-I. Am I spelling it correctly? No, it's S C R I S C R I A B I N. Oh my gosh, I used to be a spelling bee person, but I <laughs> it's okay. We still love Freak. you, <laughs> Rose. Oh dang, you all said that in sync, Rose. <laughs> yes. Um, so I don't have a lot of resources. Uh, I do have one I want to mention. Um, but if anything, some recommendations, hopefully for so, for some of you in your spheres, just to probably start. I don't know. I've been on this like whole classical music uh, phase right now in covers. I don't know if anyone's been watching Bridgerton. Don't come for me. Don't come <laughs> for me. But I've been really getting into it. And I, I'm on like the fourth book. I or like I read like the books in it's a book? chronological order. Oh, yeah, they actually, they're actually like romance novels. And I, I love I love that they were like, we're going to make it POC people in here. And I'm like, awesome. I love this shit. This is my jam. Take it and just make it POC. That's what I want. And I just love that royalty gets to be people of color. I'm kind of hoping for like a lead, you know, like Southeast Asian for next season. So mm -hmm. cross your fingers, y'all. Cross Spoilers. your damn fingers. Just kidding. <laughs> Spoilers! But hey, yeah. Um, also trying to learn how to not take myself so seriously. I've had to do a lot of uh, healing from last year and uh, amend a lot of wrong that I did and kind of address the wrong that was done to me by people. Wow, that's um, So it was, it was really heavy and I had to burn a lot of bridges like with friends that I thought were friends and other people that I'm just like, well, whenever you're ready to like have a talk, I'm here, but mm. you know, everyone's going on their own journey. So, and with that being said, like I have made the commitment to want to get a uh, tattoo that is, you know, rooted in uh, Filipino culture. Uh, also with like my family's roots to like Ilocano and, or not Ilocano, Iloilo and uh, you know, Basayan, because um, that's where like my family is from back in the Philippines in those areas. Um, I got to uh, order from Christian Kabuai. He has, he actually made the book and um, for like Babayan, uh, you know, scripture, which is the original Sanskrit for uh, Filipino, uh, for Filipinos in uh, back pre-colonial wise. And he also includes when you do an order with him, like some background to help you understand like, you know, the roots of these words, as well as certain like notches that were after colonialism and then the ones that were before and how that would be pronounced even depending on, you know, the dialect. So I definitely recommend you all uh, to check him out. If you've been thinking about wanting to kind of look more into like Sanskrit, 
uh, within our culture. It's B-A-Y-B-A-Y-I-N.com. You can also check out his Instagram and he has it in different types of fonts too. So it's just not one type of font. There are like three. So it's very interesting. Different yeah, brushstrokes. Good to know. Um, and shout out to Christian. Um, so my last three recommendations are apps um, that I am using for my mental health. Um, and it's like tenfold, right, on what mental health and what you need for it. So numero uno is Headspace, the app. Um, I mm -hmm. use that for a peace of mind and it practice for noting, which means clearing the mind from like anxious to-do list, being very Virgo. Um, Did you know they put that on Netflix, by the way? Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, So cool. Way to make it accessible. Thank you, Headspace. And then, um, yeah, with self-flagellation, a Virgo thing that I do. And um, and just being mindful <laughs> in the present moment. It's It's been hard, but I think I'm progressing in that. So kudos to me. Um, and number two, Drops, the app um, recommended to me by Nicole. Um, and it's teaching me Tagalog. Um it's funny because the most familiar words are food for me, like talong, hippon, and kape. So um, it's, yeah, yeah, some of my favorite things. So that was an easy chapter to know, but um, other things like um, emergency <laughs> sayings was been difficult. I was like, have I not been in emergency enough? Um, and number three is Mjoy, E-M-Joy, Mjoy um, the app for exploring my sexuality, um, my kinks, my self-esteem surrounding that sexuality um, and my desires. And so oh my God. it's a, not me <laughs> looking this up right now and downloading it as you speak. Yeah, it's really <laughs> great. It's honestly, and there's really good audio for masturbating. Um, so, you know, and they, they, um, they are very cognizant of people who are rooted or deeply rooted in sexual trauma. And so they have also queer content, um, even guilt surrounding sexual ideas and stuff. They try to um, address that. They just have a new chapter on swinging um, if you want to be in open relationships. So they're really trying to um, create content for everyone. So thank you, Mjoy, for all of us sexually awkward people out there. Um, we needed you. Um, so any last words on our familiar slash pet episode for my co-host before we sign off? Appreciate them. Love them every single day. Give them belly kisses if they let you. Don't be afraid of the claws. <laughs> uh, respect their beans, I guess. That's what I learned today. A pretty much a exercise boundaries like a cat. Hey. There you go. Get that on a shirt. <laughs> but also, if you want to hug your cat, just hug your cat. <laughs> <laughs> if they scratch your face, then let go. That's yeah. the boundary. That's how you know. <laughs> we all learn. Uh, we're their pets and they're ours. So this is Jean. This is Nicole. This is Rose. And this is Daniel. And this is a podcast to magically disappoint your parents, but not our, uh, our, our pets. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> not our <Yeah>. pets. <laughs>